Welcome, 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 family, to the Christ Over Culture podcast, episode uno. Episode one. Let's do it. Finally got it, man. We've been really, really working on this a lot. Um, like we said in the other, just the simple intro, just talking about the podcast. Um, we've been really getting all this together, getting this, like everything with the studio together, uh, learning how everything pretty much works, because um, obviously our churches have different soundboards yeah. and everything like that getting some lessons ready getting our social media ready speaking of follow us on instagram yeah tiktok yeah youtube yeah christ over culture podcast um and then we also have our personal instagrams and everything mine's lavelle underscore gibson and mine's underscore a santos yeah you can also click the link on the bio the link tree the link tree, yeah. there it is, and which will have all our personal Instagrams as well, which you can use if you have questions and you want us to talk about them on this podcast right here. So, talking off, one question that we had today, mm-hmm. for today, was the return into Christianity. Yeah, since our whole title is um, Christ Over Culture. One of the questions that a lot of people ask, which we're getting to it a little bit later uh, in the video here, but a lot of people ask, okay, I've been sinning for, I mean, everyone sins every day, um, but I've just been continuously sinning. My faith has slowly been on a decline. Um, Like, how do I get back into my faith? Mm. And how do we really get back into the word and living like Christians again, living like Jesus, um, and everything like that. So we're going to get into that a little bit later in the video. But the title of this episode, episode one, of course, yeah, is um, just like the question, starting the faith. I yeah. mean, starting the faith. Hey. How, like how do, how do you start in your journey? Um, everyone has different paths. Uh, everyone is at a different spiritual journey um me and Nate also help lead we actually started here in college because we're both college students we started our own bible study yeah um so we've been doing that weekly with a bunch of people and they ask their questions we answer to the best of our ability and I just want to put it out there that uh some questions you guys ask we will not know the answer (laughs) make that very clear we will not know the answer um but we will answer it to the best of our ability because we're going to be going strictly off the Bible, not our own opinions. Right. Because, um, I mean, that's how it sucks sometimes, but, like, that's how you ultimately end up living. If there's things going on in the world, you don't really know uh, how to respond and stuff like that. Just look back to it. You just look back to the Bible, uh, pray about it, and you go from there. Yeah. So diving into the first first topic for today is pretty much starting that faith and uh becoming a Christian again, or if this is your starting point, going into it. Um, so there was 12 disciples mm-hmm. that followed Jesus on a everyday basis. Um, and I mean, they were all sinners. Jesus is the only one that lived a whole life without sin. Um, and he will always be the only one that lived life without sin. Yeah. Um, but he did have his 12 main disciples as much as, as long as, there's thousands of other people that follow Jesus, but he had really his main. His main. Everybody like, has their own group. Yeah, yeah. Like your main, like, these these are guys. Yeah. These guys. <laughs> um, and 
they follow Jesus on a day-to-day basis, and they are some of the people that help write the Bible and a bunch of other people that uh, God spoke to. And that's how we ultimately got the Bible. Right. Um, so diving into the topics, I have a bunch of stuff written down. We're just going to slowly go through it all. Um, so out of the disciples, there were some that were old. Um, there were some that was a daydreamer, couldn't really get, couldn't stay awake in prayer. There was liars. Um, there was abusers, people that were abused, a murderer, um, people that were afraid and ran from God. Um, people that were suicidal, prostitutes that were bankrupt. There were people that were really high up in the hierarchy that were kings of countries, kings of nations, everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Drunk people, literally everything under the sun. Um, And I feel like God really did that just to show that, like, the people that Jesus was with, he was with sinners. Yeah. And I feel that, like, the people that he surrounded himself with, God's not the person to be like, oh, you have to clean up yourself before you can even interact with Mm-mm. him. That's not how it was. Uh, he Which, really that came, point right there yeah. angered a lot of the higher ups. Oh, yeah. And that's what ultimately leads to the crucifixion. But we're getting, we're getting there. Yeah. Especially Easter's coming yeah. up. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Easter. Um. And all that Good Friday and everything like that. Um, so, like I was saying, the disciples were sinners, but Jesus still helped them. Jesus still loved them. He guided them and everything like that. Um, so a key point is, from going off of that, is that there's no specific way to become a Christian and, like, how everyone has their own story. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's things that people go through when it comes to being baptized when it comes to, like, your first communion, um, things like that. And everyone, we'll get to this also here in a second, but I'll briefly describe it. Everyone, there's so many different branches of Christianity. Yeah. Um, and we're going to get to that a little bit later. But ultimately, it's just forming that relationship with Christ. Um, don't worship a religion, worship God. Mm-hmm. And that comes back to um, the Ten Commandments when it says to only worship God. He's your only God. Don't worship any idols or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people get upset about that as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, just like our Bible study, people are at different branches of Christianity. We're trying to answer their questions. Um, and I don't know all the branches. Um, I know the one that I was raised in, mm-hmm. which is Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a little bit about Catholic because the Catholic's another big one. There's like Baptists out there. There's so many so different. Many. Yeah, there's probably thousands, yeah. um, I'm sure. Um, but we're just going to answer it. Like I said, go back to the Bible and read it. But that's where it comes. What I grew up with a phrase, and it says, relationship over religion, right? That's deep. Yeah. Hey. That's deep. God never causes to, God, Jesus never spoke on, hey, Pentecostals do this. Yeah. Hey, Baptists do this. Nah. He all, we're all followers of Jesus Christ. And if we believe that he died on the cross, Ultimately, that leads to salvation along with other things. But, like, relationship over religion. Always strive to create or generate that relationship with Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit so they can guide you through life instead of literally going to your church or whatever, following their rules, following their doctrine, because that's not going to get you ultimately to the goal. And it, it says that in the Bible as well that just, right. it says 
that the church is just a building. Mm -hmm. The actual people are the church. Yeah. So it's not like you said, like following specific churches, rules and everything like that. Like you are the church. The church. Yeah. Like the, the, the actual physical church, like the building is what I said. It's just a building. Mm -hmm. It's just bricks like, and stones. Yeah. Like that's all it is. Like your actual foundation is within you and within the people that you go to church with, like your fellow members that you're in church with. Right. Which there's nothing wrong with that, right? God calls us to be in fellowship, but well, we're, we're not talking about that. We're talking about you putting, in place of God, you putting the doctrines and the rules mm -hmm. in place of building a relationship with God. That's when things turn to the bad side and... That's ultimately when what we're going to talk about happens. Yeah. Um, another main point that I have on here is pretty much we just hit it, is uh, when you focus on a relationship with God, your life will change. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're there. We're there, starting off hot. Um, God will expose your flaws and your sins, but you actually have to want the change. Yeah. God, many people think that God's going to just be like a SWAT team, be like, boom. Oh. Knock open your door, <laughs> knock open your door, like, you know, you need to praise me right now. Right? <laughs> That's not how it is. Like, no, not at all. God's a father. He's loving. He's ever, like, he's the missing piece that we all need to live a heavenly life. Yeah. Um, he's not going to barge in like a SWAT team, kicking down doors, handcuffing you, dragging you. Um, no. And I mean, we're getting to that in another episode, the whole free will aspect. Okay. Yeah. That's a whole nother topic. Uh, but literally, I mean, the Bible says, God will come to your door and knock. It's up to you if you answer. If you answer it, here come in, here clean yeah. things up, here be in your life. Uh, if you just open the door and God's like, hey, like, you I see you're struggling, I see you're crying, like, do you want some help? And you're just like, no, I'm good, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. You just slam the door in his face. Mm. He's. Don't get me wrong, though. He'll stay there until you open it back oh, up. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. Here, live on your porch. Oh, absolutely. But it depends if you actually want to let him in. Right. And it's just like a mirror, right? We can use a mirror as an example. He's going to, like, the mirror exposes everything. Yeah. If you look and, like, your makeup a little off, your hairline after a haircut, mm -hmm. you're like, hold on. <laughs> hold on. The barber messed me up a little bit. The mirror's going to, the mirror's going to tell you what it is in real life. He's not going to, the mirror's not going to lie to you. Right. It's up to you if you go back to that barber. And be like, hey, man, I need you to fix me up a little bit more. And that's exactly how it is with God. That's exactly how it is with the Holy Spirit and with Jesus. You, they're going to show you what it is. It's up to you if you go back to right. the barber mm -hmm. to go back to the Holy Spirit so they can fix it for you. And, I mean, that flows right into the next thing. <laughs> uh, the first verse we have here is uh, from Romans chapter 15, verse 7. Where it says, Christ accepts you as it is, flaws and all. He doesn't require your perfection, but he is the only one who is without sin. Mm. Um, and literally going back into another verse, is Philippians 3, 12 through 14. It says, I have not yet reached my goal, and I am not perfect, but Christ has taken hold of me. Mm. And I mean, like we said, like no one's perfect. Like a lot At of people all. think that you have to like, like during my witness talk, um, for you people that don't know, I had to give like a little speech and uh I talked about how Christ impacted me so much and how I've been on my journey. And I pretty much had a bunch of balloons and every balloon represented something that I struggled with life. Uh, whether that was like financial issues growing up, 
whether that was like relationships that I've gone through, whether in like in high school, like friendships, girlfriends, anything like that. Um, just like self doubt, worry, anxiety, everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that was a balloon and pretty much I handed it to God. And, um, instead of carrying it with me, like emotionally, yeah, uh, mentally that I just handed it to God and God was like, I got you. Yeah. And then you feel me popped all the balloons and I was like, yeah, I dealt with things, those things, but now it's my testimony instead of the test that I was going through. Yeah. And you know, like one thing you said, he pops those balloons. He pops those weights. Like they're not even there. He says that he says to bring him your worries, to bring him your struggles, to bring him your problems. And that he will literally carry them for you. If you bring it to them, if you bring it to God, and then he sticks his hand out to grab, and you're like, hold on, hold on, these are mine. What are we doing? He's offering you to take the lip, to take the weight off and lift it off your shoulders. But most people today, they yeah, they go to church, they bring the problems in prayer. But when they go back home, and God's like, all right, it's time to give them to me. They're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. I want to hold on to these a little more. Mm-hmm. These mine. They're not yours. These mine. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like, if 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 we would just hand our problems to God, there's there's this thing called the peace of God. Once you hand the problems or the struggles or the mental issues to God, the peace of God will overflow o- over your life, and it will be, you would just like, have you seen those cartoons where there's like a happy uh, scene, rainbows and all, mm-hmm. and they're just like skipping oh, through yeah. the fields? Yeah. That's literally how life will feel. Yeah. Like there's worry free because God got me. And I learned that a little bit like the harder way. Mm. And like we're talking about that as well yeah. in another episode <laughs> as we're getting into different topics. Um, but like if you know me as a person, uh, whether it's like high school or college, just like work or anything like that. I'm a very like nonchalant person. Mm-hmm. And that's not how I always was back in high school. It was like always worried about things like worried about where I was going to college, worried about where I was going to play football at, uh, worried about my future and my career and everything like that. Um, but when I really started going, bringing everything to God, asking him like, God, like where, where you want me to go? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Um, he really started like, showing me where I, where he wanted me. Yeah. Um and now I'm just a really nonchalant person. I'm like, whatever's going on in life, like obviously I have feelings. Yeah. Like I talk to people and like, you feel me, make sure everything is right. Um, but like at the end of the day it's like God's got me. Wait, hold on. Bro, why is it like every time you say nonchalant, the like it sounds bad, but like it does. It, do, it it can be good, bro. It can be good. Yeah, it's it's like, not that. It's not that I just don't care. You feel it's me? It's not the thing. Like, but like for me, it's like when something's going on, I'm like, okay, like I absorb what's going on. I understand it, but I'm not gonna like act out of character and like go off on like yeah. a brand or like go and go to social media, go going off on people, whatever. It's literally, I'm like. All right, this is what we got. <laughs> All righty. But I know God's right beside me. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not worried about my future. I'm not worried about my career. I'm not worried about the future here or anything like that. I'm like, wherever God wants me, like, that's, that's where, where it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like I just don't have feelings. It's not that I just turn away from everything and just, like, I don't care about, like, you. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about your future. But it's like, I put my trust in God, so God put pretty much in me where I'm like, 
I know God got you. Yeah. You feel me? And like, that's, dude, that's, that's a, deep. a that's lot, lot of people aren't going to like that. No. Because they're, again, they're going to look themselves in the mirror mm-hmm. and they're going to be like, damn, I go to social media. Especially social media. I go to social media and, culture, and spaz man. out. That culture. When when there's a problem, I spaz out. I act out of character. When I, mm-hmm. You feel me? When I see them bills, I start acting like a lunatic. So, like, that's where everything goes back to. Just give everything to God. Don't just bring it up to him in prayer. Actually act on it. The Bible literally says action, prayer without action is just like, it's just like, have y'all ever hit the, like, the marching band symbols? Mm-hmm. That's well, literally. I never hit them. I was on the Yeah, field. but I. Like, I heard them like, bomb. Yeah, I've seen it, though. Yeah, yeah. And that's literally what prayer, that's what the Bible says that that prayer is like. It's just that sound doesn't have any substance. Right. So actually act upon not giving, act upon giving everything to Christ, basically. And I mean, another verse we got here is Romans 10, 9 through 10. It says, you do not have to clean up your life before asking for God's salvation. Um, and like I said, that's something that I struggled with at the beginning to where I'm like, Lord, like I've done all these things. Um, I was scared to go to him <clears throat> and really just be like, this is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Even though he already knew. Yeah. <laughs> like, he knew. It's like, like when you were, like, growing up as a kid. Oh, my God. And you God. did something bad. But, like, your parents already knew, but they wanted to ask you and be, like, just, like, yeah. build that, like. Your parents you will give you that honest. look, though. Yeah. Your parents would be, like, that look of. Like, did you do d- it? Can you, can you just, like, just, just get it over with? And I'm just, like. Nah, <laughs> nah, I ain't do nothing. But like, how like the house is a mess. Like, yeah. I didn't pull the meat out the freezer. Oh my god! <laughs> like stuff like that. Um, it's just like I like was running away mm-hmm. to where I was like I didn't want to bring everything to him because I always grew up like oh I, I'm gonna handle everything on my own. Yeah. Um, and things started happening in my life, especially in high school, and it's like. I, there's like something missing mm. and I tried filling it with like a bunch of other things, but like you couldn't fill it besides the that, Bible. That I, word I got right into there, it, yeah. man. I got into it and really it changed my life for the best. And um, essentially what that is, is like, like you said, there was something missing, right? Once you try to go everywhere else, but the actual way, what God, the, like, what God literally spoke just to guide us through life, once you went through, to everything else, it's just like, yeah, you're happy for the moment. Yeah, you forgot about it for the moment. It's going to come back. Yeah, but once mm-hmm. that once that light turned off and you're in bed and you're about to go to sleep but you can't and you're thinking about it, what happened then? But like you said, once you turn to that word, now look at you. You up. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, another verse we got. We're, we keep, oh, bro, boy. it's coming out of the box where this, God's <laughs> oh. just speaking through us, honestly. Like, I pray every And all day. glory to, get, again, like, all glory to him. Like, we're not, we're just vessels. Yeah. You know? Like, we're physically doing this, but, like, spiritually, emotionally. Like, we hope that you guys can take stuff away from this podcast um, and ask questions and not be ashamed to ask questions. Because, yeah. like I said, we're all on different paths. I mean, same path, different points in the path, I would say. Yeah. Um, so another verse we got is in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 20. The Bible says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Mm. If any man hear my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him 
and he with me. That's what we said earlier. Like, it's not going to be a forced, like, when I was going through things, God wasn't just going to force himself into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a, I've been a Christian my entire life. I've been going to church and everything like that. Um, but I feel like I haven't really taken it seriously. Seriously, yeah. And really started living in Christ. Right. Until a couple months ago, I would say. Right, right. And, like, God is a gentleman. Like you said, he's not no SWAT team. He's not going to barge in through the door. He's literally going to wait on you. As patient as he is, he's going to wait on you until you are ready. He's, he's always ready. He's, he's, waiting, he's waiting for you to take the first step. You know, he's going to tell you what that first step is, too. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're just going to have to step into the unknown. No. Nah. He's well, going to sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes you're stepping into the unknown. But as some, like some people, if we're talking like addiction, if we're talking um, just on holy habits, I would say. Yeah. That first step to be saying no to that party, mm-hmm. saying no to the alcohol, saying no to the drugs, like going over that person's house when you know something's going to happen. Yeah. Um, just saying no is like that first step. And God's like applauding you like, good job. Like step one, let's Bro, take the next step. Why is saying no so hard? Saying no is very difficult. Saying no is extremely. But I, I feel that people try and please others. Mm, hey, and not even, hey, they not like even that right in there. a not even in like a sexual aspect all the time. Nah, it's but just like, like it's like you want to feel so included. Mm-hmm. Like you're so worried about like what your team thinks, what uh, and individual things, anything like that. That like when somebody needs something or like wants something, they're the first ones to get up. Yeah, like you want to please that person instead of pleasing God. Jeez, yeah. I told you, man, we're there. Hey. Day, day one, man. Day one. We're, hey, we're, we're hot. To it. We're hot. And like I said, that's the reason we were talking that one day about the title of the podcast. That's why we chose Christ over culture. Christ over culture. Because you can tell things are changing. With we, I mean, we got technology advancing. We got mm-hmm. these phones. Uh, we can literally text and do whatever we want to people like all over the yeah. world. Um, why not bring Christ to that? Right. You know what I mean? And ultimately, like, that's what this whole thing is about, just spreading the gospel. And not even the religion, spreading Jesus. Jesus. Spread the Bible. Yeah. And honestly, like, that's why we chose podcast, because you could literally be driving to your work in the Mm -hmm. morning and turn this on. Now you're thinking about God. You can be working out. I started listening to gospel music working out. Really? And I've been sitting there hitting, like, I mean, I don't PR every time, but, like, <laughs> I'll be sitting there, like, benching or something, and I'm like, oh, like, boom, that, that's a PR. Yeah. I even know. That's it's, not, it's not that you have to sit here and listen to, like, Young Boy and, like, Pusha Ice nah. and all these, like, Bro, they dang, don't get that. They don't. people. But that's another culture thing. Mm. That's, like, you grew up around people that, like, wanted, like, the illegal guns. They wanted the Hellcat. They wanted, like, to be in the streets, like, making all this money, like, illegally. I want God. I want, look, <laughs> like, hey, if I got God, dude, the, I don't need anything else, bro. And that's what they don't, like, on game days, not even on game I'll be going to practice, lifting, listening to Tasha Cobbs. Yeah. What? Like. What? Tasha. chilling. What? Kirk? People, what? People come in and, like. Practice and everything so mad. I'm They're like, like, "Oh, I want to go hate somebody." I want to. Like, they be growling. I'm like, like, 
for one, it's six o'clock in the morning. Hey, turn that down. Like, why you listen to Young Boy with your tied up Black Air Forces? Shiestied <laughs> like, up. Turn that down. It's <laughs> like you just go. Like I wake up, I put in my AirPods, like listening to music, gospel music. Yeah. And I'm just chilling before going to Coach Q's lift. And if you know anything about Coach Q's lift, it's not even Coach. It's Sergeant Q. Yeah. Oh my God. That's, that's Lieutenant. <laughs> that's Drill Sergeant. Yeah. It's like that man is gonna push you. Beyond your physical limits mm, and your mental, in the, the warm up. Oh yeah. And then you're gonna get into the, and then you're gonna get into conditioning. Um, I mean, we're in all season right now, so obviously workouts and everything are gonna be hard. Yeah. But everyone's like, they want to get pumped up beforehand, taking all this pre workout. Mm -hmm. Guys, my pre workout. Guys, my pre workout. I pray from the day, like not the day, from the second I leave my room, going all the way the back way around to the weight room. I have my AirPods and listen to gospel music. I pray that entire way. Mm -hmm. I finish the prayer right when I grab that door handle to walk into the color. Oh, you're and I'm like, Amen. Ooh. Open the door, walk right in. Hey, yeah. And I ain't gonna lie. I got taught like God's not just a church God. Like He's not just gonna be in church. Mm -hmm. Like you, He's with you at work. He's with you in, when you're like you said when you're lifting weights. Like He might be your spot. <laughs> That's facts. No, like I'm being for real. God's not just in church, sitting in the altar, just like, hmm, when is the next service? I'm here waiting. No, like, he's with you throughout your whole entire life. Just in the grocery store, some, like, what? Like, He lives with you. He lives in you. He lives in you. Yeah, and I mean, that goes in another scripture that is well known, just Matthew 7, 7, just pretty much, seek and you shall find, knock, and it should be answered. Mm hmm um, and that goes into like seeking after God. Um, like I said, he's going to be right out the outside of that door. You just got to let him in your heart ultimately. Yeah. Um, and pretty much he's going to come in and clean up your life. And a, an example that I gave was when it comes like, oh, like when everyone's trying to like keep all their stuff and like not show it to God, even though, you know, he knows. Mm -hmm. Um, I use the example. I saw a video. It was like a statue of like marble. It was just a big block of marble. Mm. Um, and pretty much you represent that block of marble and then God's like the artist, like the craftsman. For sure. Um, and he's taking a chisel and a hammer coming up to you and he's going to ask permission. He's like, Hey, like you just look like a big block right now. <laughs> like, can I fix you up? Like, can I make you beautiful and whole again? Um, and if you say, yeah, he's going to sit there and start chipping away mm. and it's going to hurt. Talk about I mean, that. Take a, take a hammer and a chisel to your body. It's, yeah. I mean, don't do that. Don't like, do it. Please don't do it. Let's say hypothetically speaking, um, I mean, that's obviously going to hurt. Yeah. And as you feel me, you go along that spiritual journey. People would think that like right when you accept God in your heart, boom, rainbows, oh my God. unicorns, like blessings, like you're going to hit the lottery tomorrow. Like all I everything wish. is going like perfect. That is not the case. Mm. Um, honestly, the more that I've gotten with God is he's shown me more areas in my life that I can improve on. Oh, absolutely. And that goes back to the, the statue to where yeah. I was like, all right, like, yes, God, I want you to, like, make me whole and beautiful again. Mm -hmm. um, and he started tripling in a way, and it hurts because like crazy. You, you cut people off. Um, I mean, some of your, like, habits, like, change depending on who you are. Mm -hmm. um, you really just focus more time in your word, more time, and everything like that. And, I mean, that's one of the reasons we started this podcast is we started really – going saying like okay we we're both praying on ourselves but like we're like all right like let's reach more people so we did yeah. a witness talk 
reached about like 20 people there and we're like all right let's try and do something else yeah. now we started the bible study reaching more people now we're like all right boom this is day one of the podcast um, yeah we don't want to just become like famous off this we just want to spread no. the gospel and spread the word of jesus christ i don't even want them i don't want my name out there i want the name of jesus out there yeah and that's why we're doing this yeah um and i mean like i said going back to the verse it's like when you seek god he's gonna like make you whole again um and so pretty much like i said that chisel and the hammer taking all like the best parts out of your life it's gonna hurt but ultimately at the end when god's complete when you like ultimately you go to heaven mm -hmm. um my goal is to look as close as him as possible right 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 because he's the only perfect one the only one the only one yeah and that will not change mm -mm. forever forever <laughs> forever is a long time man um so now like you're seeking god you're going in that journey now you're focusing on creating a relationship with the lord um and as you're creating that relationship in the lord like i said we're going to keep it honest here yeah we're in college you feel me like all like the drugs and alcohol are a big thing partying is a big thing all the temptations man. all the temptation i love how you just said that because now it goes into the sex addiction will go away yeah uh your porn addiction will go away um lust is a very powerful thing lust can sit there and ruin a relationship mm -hmm. uh for those the people that don't know what lust is it's pretty much wanting something you can't have. Wanting something that's not yours. Yeah. Um. So, like, if you're in a relationship and you're, like, looking at somebody else and you're, like, oh, like, I want them. When, like, you're really supposed to be focusing on this relationship and growing them, like, with God and everything like that, you're, like, no, I want this solely. Even, though if, it, even if it's not, like, Serious. you can have the best relationship in the world Yeah. and sit there and look at somebody else. And be like, I want them, and literally ruin what God put in your life. Literally, little things like celeb Small celebrity things. crushes. Celebrity crushes are a big one. I don't, yeah. Just like flirting with people at like a party, that can like turn into a whole another thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so where you just don't want to go down that path. But, and literally I says here, though becoming a Christian, you will still go through trials. You just have God guiding you by your side. Mm. And I mean, that's what we just touched on a little bit ago. To where your life isn't sunshine and rainbows anymore. It's just, you're still in that storm, but, like, God's with you, like, walking you out of that storm. Because God's not going to steer you wrong at the end of the day. I know. Um, and pretty much going, like, deeper and deeper into your faith. Um, you're going to have a lot of questions. You're going to have, um, you're going to probably get attacked more. Oh, absolutely. My dad said, and I like how you said that. My dad always says that being a Christian, if you're not getting attacked by the devil with, like, temptations, with bad thoughts, if you're not getting attacked, you should worry. And it's not, you're going to be like, what? Like, I'm not getting attacked. Why would I want to get attacked? Okay. If you're not getting attacked by the devil, that means that you're obviously doing something good for the devil. Why would he attack something and ruin something that benefits him? Now, flip that on the other hand, if you are getting attacked, praise God. If you are getting attacked, that's a good thing. Because it means that you're doing something that's not beneficial for the devil, and he sees you ultimately as a threat. And that's, hey, I'll tell you being a threat to the devil any day. Oh, 100%. Like. And I mean, like like I said, when we're talking about when you're growing, when you're going on this path with Christ, um, 
you're going to be getting attacked. And literally it says in the Bible, I believe in the book of Matthew, mm-hmm. um, when Jesus was originally baptized, immediately like the heaven gates like open and everything like that. Um, and ultimately Jesus was put in the middle of the jungle. Desert, 40 days. Desert? Jungle? What was it? Nah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, hey, he was put somewhere. He was put somewhere. Yeah. Away from... Civilization away from literally the middle of the wilderness. We're say wilderness, okay? Because the Bible says wilderness, whether that's jungle, desert, tight, tight, tight. I don't know. I don't want to be in the middle of both. Me, me either. <laughs> but no. um, he was put in the middle of the wilderness, and Satan tried him and tempted him for forty days and forty nights. Because um, obviously, everything in the Bible, like that's why Jesus ultimately came down here. He wanted to live the life, live the perfect life, mm-hmm. um, to show his example of like what's going to happen. So. Jesus wasn't just going to come down here and not struggle through anything and then go back up to heaven and be like, all right, boom, do that. Because yeah. he's not a hypocrite. No. Like, God's not a hypocrite. He, that's why he came down here to live the life. And like you said, he will literally take your hand and walk you through the storm. Mm-hmm. He's not going to watch you just go through the storm and him be in heaven somewhere. Just, right, just no, chilling. Keep it going. Yeah. Like, you got it. Like, no, he's literally going to take your hand and go through it with you. And Jesus, I mean, saying sat there quoting scripture. That'd be a whole nother thing. Yeah, that's deep. But a little bit before he was saying he was Lucifer when it was in heaven with mm-hmm. God, everything like that, worshiping God. Ultimately, he got jealous because he wanted Lucifer wanted the praise that God had, um, and God said, "No, I'm the only one that you feel me should be receiving yeah. His praise that can even handle the praise, praise. that is given." That's deep. Um, so Satan and all the, the angels that were around him, pretty much. Boom, sent down, created hell for them and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And that's talked about in, like, the book of Genesis and a couple other books yeah, as well. Yeah. Like, it's small hints of it. Um, but Satan was literally quoting scripture, trying to use the scripture. Oh, my goodness. Just like culture uses the scripture and twists oh, it into what my God. they want to hear. Oh, my God. So people will take the scripture and twist it and pretty much falsify it to where they're like yeah you can do like this stuff you can do certain stuff like this but like when you come back to the bible that's not the case and so saying was pretty much like oh like if you're the son of god pointed to like a rock or something like that whatever it was mm-hmm. it was like you're hungry turn this into bread and then pretty much jesus replied like it is written don't tempt my god yeah and i mean think about it dude like the devil probably knows the Bible more than you and me. Oh, 100%. You got like he has what like 6 7 I mean, he was there he was there Thousand. what? The earth. <laughs> like he was there before the earth was even created. Yeah. He was there at eternity. So it's like Yeah, I don't he has like what 6 billion years mm-hmm. of advantage than I do. So it's like you better Read your word, cause if somebody like you said, culture, mm-hmm. if somebody comes up to you, tries to twist it, the influencers, yeah, you better uh, know celebrities, man, you better know how to untwist it back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, and then Satan took Jesus up to a cliff and pretty much tempted him with suicide, and, and was like, "If you're the son of God, jump off this cliff. God will send down his angels, and your foot should not even graze a stone." Um, and she just replied again, like, it is written, like, don't tempt my God. Mm-hmm. Like, don't test him. Yeah. Like, don't. I'm not going <laughs> to do this. Like, 
I'm not saying that like no God I isn't. am saying if you jump off a cliff <laughs> or a bridge because I know people are going through things and they're like oh like God like send me a sign do this yeah. like whatever whatever um, if your idea is to go on a bridge or a cliff and jump off and be like God's got me not even not even like jump off like yeah those are scenarios but like Let's take it down to taking pills and, like, literally mm-hmm. overdosing. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't even have to be. Those are also realistic scenarios that people have done. Oh, yeah. Especially, I mean, when you get in college, you're away from your family. Yeah. You're away from your faith source, whether that was, like, your main church, uh, your mm-hmm. family, friends, teen group at home. Um I mean, you go through some stuff, and I mean that's one of the reasons we why we started this podcast. Yeah. Is, I mean, we're not perfect. A lot of people think that when you become Christian, like you think you're above anyone. Mm-mm. That's not true. I've done things in my past, like I'm not proud of that. I mean, everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people, pretty much the social norms. Yeah. Um, but now it's like when I'm working with God, I'm like fixing everything like that. Um, just trying to become more like God, more like right. Jesus. And I ain't gonna lie, like, as you, as you try to be more like Jesus was, which we will never get to, let me point that out, but we can also strive to it. And as we strive to it, you look back to what you were doing and you're like, yo, that's not even close to what I should have done. That's not even close to what I should be doing. And that's not even close to what I should have been thinking and that's what goes that goes back to like the whole mirror example that i gave before like let's go back to the barber and the hairline if you're standing straight up and you're standing like feet away like feet away from the mirror you're not really gonna like yeah you're gonna see it's crooked but you know the small details is when you bend over that sink Mm. and you're like hold on and you really hone like, in, you're like, in your head. You're yeah. Like, oh, maybe like <laughs> maybe the angle isn't <laughs> is when you're bending over that sink that you really get a close up. Is when you close up that you look back, and that's when you're like, "Nah, I was messed up, dude." Yeah, I mean, you're going on that journey. Like, you're gonna go through a lot of things. You're gonna get attacked by. Saying himself, I mean, Mm -hmm. because now you're a threat to him. Um, And, I mean, we're talking about that in another video. Um, But, I mean, as you're going along this journey, it says in the book of John, chapter 15, verse 15, I believe, um, that you're no longer a slave, but you're a friend. Mm. Um, Mm. And at that point, it's like you took that step. Now you're following God. Um, And, I mean, now, like I said, you're going through, like, these temptations and everything like that. But now God's walking with you, and now, I mean, you're originally, you're a son or daughter of God. Bro, that's a beautiful thing to hear. Like, imagine God literally telling you, hey, you're no slave no more. You're literally my friend. Like, yeah, when you wasn't, I was always with you, but when you weren't with me, yeah, you might have been a few a slave to a few addictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might have been a slave to a few bad thoughts, a few, uh, few bad habits. Right. But when you turn to me and now you're with me, as I was always with you, now you don't even have those bad thoughts. You don't even have those bad habits. You don't even have those addictions. 
Now you're literally God's friend. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it means to be God? Like, bro, like, I'm God's, like, this. like fingers locked. Like this. I'm God's friend. Like, that's crazy. It's it's really, I mean, it's beautiful to really think about um, just going on that journey. Because, I mean, like I said, everyone has their own story. Everyone has their own testimonial. Uh, and, I mean, like I said, we're sure ours and other episodes and other topics mm-hmm. uh, as we dive deeper into the Bible. Um, but I feel like it was just a great way to start off the podcast just telling people that like you don't have to be perfect no like nobody here is perfect i'm not perfect you're not perfect nobody on this camp is perfect nobody and the whole world's perfect besides god yep um and i mean just being able to bring everything you have to him and starting that process of growing in your faith um i really challenge you guys to like you don't have to go my goal right now is to read the whole bible Right. I'm like, I don't even know how many, probably like 13, 15, something like that books in. Um, and it's going to take me a while, but I know that some people can't actually sit and just read the mm-hmm. Bible. Because um, there's a lot of interpretation you have to do, a lot of figure of language you have to do. Um, literally just start with praying, just growing that relationship with God. Um, you can ask us questions, like I said, on our social media page, at Laveau underscore Gibson on mine. Underscore A Santos on yeah. me. We're starting, uh, like I said, when we get that QR code or that link um, to where you guys can ask us questions, <clears throat> we'll get that posted as soon as possible. Um, but I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, we got a lot coming. I believe next we're going to talk more in about faith versus yeah. oppression. Mm-hmm. So pretty much like I, like we just talked about, growing in that faith, taking that step, but also being attacked um, and like a little bit of spiritual warfare as well mm. into that. Mm. Which that gets into man, 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 man. <laughs> it's gonna get. It's gonna be a good one for y'all, man. It is, and uh, I look forward to it. We plan on dropping an episode weekly. Yeah. Uh, but we also plan on posting on like Instagram and social media, such as like TikTok and everything like that. Um, throughout the week, just like little motivational things. Yeah. Uh, little clips just to really like help grow and just reach our page more. Um, to get more listeners, more followers, everything like that. Which ultimately we're not chasing for that at all. But we don't if care. we have more likes, comments, um, subscriptions, followers, that means that our word is getting out. Yep. About Jesus. Yeah. So that's what we care about. We don't care about like the funding. We don't care about anything no. like that. Um, just really growing in your faith is what we want to help. Just be a vessel to talk to you guys um, and pretty much get you guys on hopefully the right path. Right. Right. So we're going to close ultimately in prayer. Um, so uh, that's a whole nother topic we're talking about. But everyone prays differently, but this is just how we're going to close it out every time. Um, so if you just bow your heads, close your eyes, and we're just talking to God here about just everything that we just talked about. Dear Lord Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for just being able to just talk to these people, talk to the listeners. Um, start this podcast about your word. I just thank you for just sending your knowledge through us um, just so we can be the vessel that just guides the people that are listening to this podcast. I just pray for everyone out there um, that's listening to this podcast, whatever they're going through, whatever difficult times you're going through, I pray that you just guide them and just touch their hearts and touch their minds, Lord. Um, I just pray that you just continue to just motivate these people motivate whether you're in college whether you're out in the workforce 
Um, whether you're struggling financially, whether you're struggling with mental health issues, um, like anxiety, whatever it is, Lord Heavenly Father, I just pray that you just touch them and just guide them in every aspect that we can, Lord Heavenly Father. I pray that you just allow them just not to have worry and to just take the first step into you, Lord Heavenly Father, um, and that you just continue to just guide these people along this journey that, just though it may be difficult, Lord Heavenly Father, that you're just a loving God and that you're going to be right there next to us in every aspect, Lord Heavenly Father. And that when we really start focusing on your word, that you're going to be right there holding our hand, Lord Heavenly Father. That whatever questions that we may have, you're there with us, Lord Heavenly Father. And you're going to answer those within from our prayers from another individual, Lord Heavenly Father. I just pray that they're just not ashamed of who they are. Um, I know a lot of times that just while we're going through life, Lord Heavenly Father, um, a lot of us are just scared to get into this, Lord Heavenly Father, because we just, we just don't know. Because the unknown is very scary. Um, but the Bible says to just take that first step with God and here just make your path straight, Lord Heavenly Father. Um, I just pray for just the future. Whatever you have planned for us, Lord Heavenly Father, that in Jesus' name that you just continue to just walk and just show us, Lord Heavenly Father. Show us in a way that we may understand what you want, Lord Heavenly Father. And I just pray that just continue with just blessings, just guidance and wisdom. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. So like we said, thank you guys for joining episode one. Um, we're really going to be getting into some great things coming up. Um, and I just pray that you just guys have another great day, um, a great future, and just stay healthy and stay in Christ. And we believe